La da da da. Let's start the show. On the microphone, they send it to speakers found within my car and home. They don't need a Y to go with their X chromosomes. They are the most, the most popular. They are the most popular girls on the internet. Hello, cats and kittens, and welcome to our dumb lives. They're our lives, and they're dumb. <laughs> I'm your host, Tara, and with me here in Island Bunker T is Miss Sassy. Hello. I am here. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> A disembodied voice floating <laughs> above your bed. <laughs> I am everywhere. I am in your head right now. I am in your ear holes. Yes. <laughs> Well, Happy New Year. This is the first time we've recorded since the New Year. Happy New Year. It has been several weeks since my last confession. <laughs> it has. We were supposed to spend New Year's together, but you got sick, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I got the flu. Yes. It's not feeling good. It was all right, though, because it was like 16 below Fahrenheit, <laughs> which is like... 20 something below 22. Celsius. <laughs> yeah, something Point like two, that. Two, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that whole Christmas week, it was just brutally cold like that. And, you know, so when you called and we're like, oh, we can, you know, I, just, I have to rest. And I was just like, okay. Cause oh, part, all right. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, no, I don't have to leave. <laughs> Which is weird for me because I really like doing stuff on New Year's Eve. I think we talked about this. I think the last show people yeah. asked yeah. whether New Year's Eve. So I didn't get to go out, but Jeff and I had fun. We actually um, kind of rang in the new year watching Dave Chappelle's new stand-up he released on uh, on New Year's Eve, which was awesome. Very cool. We had a Peaky Blinders marathon because the new episodes were out on Netflix, so... Had to catch them all. I haven't. I think Jeff and I watched like one episode of that and then just didn't follow up on it. You know how you do. It's like you watch something and be like, yeah, that's pretty good, but I'm not in the mood for it. And then just like sits in the background for a long time Mm. (laughs) until you get back to it. Yeah. I polished off Peaky Blinders and Black Mirror. Yeah, well, Black Mirror, I haven't watched any of it, but I did watch the first two episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I watched the first episode of the first season, which is the pig thing. Pig fucking. Pig fucking thing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I liked it, but at the time I was like, hey, I'm just not really in the mood for like an anthology, Twilight zone technology kind of show. Well, not only that, they're, they, the episodes I feel so, I mean, they're heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's dark. Mm-hmm. But okay, so spoilers here. There, have, you've watched all of Black Mirror, so you saw the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. I did really like the first episode, and I actually did like the second episode, which is the one about the woman who has her daughter with something implanted in her head yeah. to record everything. But as H- helicopter someone, mom episode, yeah. And I've heard other people say what I'm about to say. As a person in technology. 
there's some big holes in their technology. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the episode about the helicopter mom. So, she puts away this tablet for, like, ten years. Yeah, and then she it. just digs it out of the box, and it yeah, works. Yeah, that's... And it's been recording everything, and she can access it, even though the company went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> that, and, like... and the, yep, that SIM card stayed alive the whole time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, probably not going to happen. And even in the, was it the McAllister? Was that the name of that episode with the, the Star Trek? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of. Even that, it's like, okay, well, he gets these people's DNA and he puts them in a simulation, and somehow they have all of their memories of their life, and that that their clones are copies of themselves yeah. with all of their memories. With all of their memories, and when he goes <clears throat> away, they still mm-hmm. live within this. To me, I'm like, okay, dude, why would you just program them to not have their memories and be what you want them to be? Unless his sick, twisted thing was being able to torture them. It's his sick, <laughs> twisted thing. Yes. Yes, it was. But, yeah. So there was, there's, and I think the people who rate him are more artistic and less technical. <laughs> that's all right. That's definitely all right. You have to see, if you do watch to the end, you, you're... It's kind of cool. I just grab one every once in a while because Jeff's not into it. So it's like, ah, if he's taking a nap or doing uh, something else. I'll... There, there's a call back to that particular episode. Oh, <laughs> She's cool. like, whoa. <laughs> okay, that's heavy. Whoa. But then, like, you watch, um, like, Silicon Valley. And I watched a couple episodes of Mr. Robot. I haven't caught up on it. But the technology is real. Like, oh, Mr. Robot is, um, for one thing, uh, I don't know how many episodes you've seen of Mr. Robot. If you we saw watched... the one where they scattered the USBs in the parking lot. No, I think okay. I've only watched a few of Mr. Robot. That was another one where we watched it and it was good, but we weren't in the mood for it. <laughs> so so there, there are a couple, there are a couple of scenes in there that I've seen so far. It's like, yep. That some of that stuff has actually happened, yeah. Um, as experiments or um, could could easily be done, yeah. But then some of it, eh, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, things I like about shows like that in Silicon Valley or like if you talk to programmers, they'll be like, if you look at the screen, like you can read what they're do. Like they're actually, it's actual code. Mm-hmm. It's not like. Oh, let's get two keyboards and we can hack into this computer faster. Oh, yeah, you know? no. <laughs> Silicon Valley is actually really, really close to what it's like to work in the tech industry. Yeah. Um, some of the things that I really enjoyed were the episode where they had the gigantic data center and the, yes, all of your data in a box, and it reminds me of a particular product. Yes, I'm not going to like say they but... want, no. We need a box. You don't need the box, but we have. We but we can sell the box. <laughs> I like the big data center too, where there was like the one guy who worked in the data center, and he was just like a mole, kind of like was down in the dungeons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there are data data warehouses that are like that. that oh, I know. I got. Extremely... Uh, have you had a tour of our data our company's data center? Yes. Yeah, I loved. Oh my god. So I don't, I don't, don't want to say. I don't want to say too much about it. It is under, like, lock and key and badges well, and armed security guards. Yeah. But. Well, I uh, 
I had a tour probably like six months ago or whatever. And it was, it's, I don't know. I think I <laughs> missed my calling. It's probably because I was a girl when I was younger. But man, like but we were not seeing. not anymore, so go for it. Well, no, because, well, yeah, but I'm like almost 50. I'm going to start a new career now. <laughs> if I was going to start a new career, it probably wouldn't be that one. But like. So, you know, they, they take us through the, you know, show us where all their data is stored and all that stuff in the in the room where it's, you know, all temperatures, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then they go and they show us, showed us, um, like, their power generator backups. Yeah. And they're, like, you know, the size of a small house, practically. And I'm just, like, at the class, like... I want to go in and touch everything. Look at the big machines or like the electrical where everything's raised up and there's like all the cool pipe, you know, wires and lines. There. I'm just like, it's so cool. I want to go play with the big machines. Okay, so. <laughs> but also, like when I was first 20 some years ago, I worked at a company called Lawson and we had our, you know, that was before big data centers and we had our data center in our building and it had a big glass and I would just go and watch the servers. (laughs) Just think of all the information flowing in and out of the servers. (laughs) What makes me chuckle today is that people think about the cloud and they're like, oh, friends don't let friends do data centers. Well, guess what the cloud is, my friends. I know. It's like... (laughs) The cloud isn't literally a cloud. It's it's not a cloud. It's a data, data center. center. That's run a lot of times by Amazon. <laughs> but it, it's just somebody else worries about stuff breaking and parts getting. Yeah, away, yeah. So. Super security and yeah. But yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So new in my lo- my world, got a promotion at work. Yay! Yay! Tara's a manager now. Uh, She's not my manager because no. I would make her life a living hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm adjusting from going to from a from a technical person mm-hmm. into a manager person. Yeah. It is an adjustment. Yeah, yeah. People are a lot harder to figure out than data centers, Kafka <laughs> adapters and Kafka connectors and Omni adapters. Yeah. Much more faceted, I think. Much. All of the interplay, interpersonal communications with a bunch of nerds who don't really like to do interpersonal communications. Right. And <laughs> I get to organize happy hours for that. I, I think it's gonna be fun though. I, I've got mm-hmm. a good I've got a good group. Yay. They're above average. I'll say that. They're exceptional. And you're planning to use your increased salary to buy yourself a muscle car, so that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I was gonna talk about it after I bought it though. Oh sorry. I, I've I've been okay, I've been wallowing back and forth between a um a 70s muscle car. The Dodge Challenger um, is a car close to my heart. It's the sort of car that when I hear the engine start, I just go, ah. <laughs> my heart gets all a flutter. And, and the cute little buggy-eyed 61 Triumph, which is yeah. 
Just the British roadster of Britishness. <laughs> that one you probably would only, would you only drive them during the summer weekends, anyways? Yeah, summer and weekends, yeah. Keep the keep the salt off of them in the wintertime? Oh, I, I would not take my classic car out <laughs> down. No. <laughs> well, see now, see, you'll get those and then we can start going to like the classic car get togethers, like the back to the 50s at the fairgrounds in June. <laughs> That'll be your birthday weekend this year. <laughs> but it, I'm not going to, I don't know about a 50s car. Like, I don't think I'd well, get like the, a Bel Air or something. They do, it's called back to the 50s, but it's all, it's all classic cars yeah. that weekend. Yeah. We can go cruising. They used to go cruising on like, uh. Where, oh God, what is it, Ford Parkway or where Casey's? Right. Yeah, the strip joint was. Oh, Porky's was down Porky's, there. Porky's, yeah. yeah. University Avenue. Yeah, we can go start hanging out with some gearheads. That'll be awesome. That's... I'm just, I'm just going to use your car as my car. I'll get a nice. <laughs> Vicariously. <laughs> get a convertible and I'll get like a it's nice sunglasses and like a hairnet thing or, you know, the scarf for my hair. Then we can drive and I'll. Like Thelma and Louise, and I'll let my <laughs> scarf go. Wee! <laughs> I already have grand plans for this car, so you better get it. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't consider the Triumph a muscle car quite. It's, yeah. it's more of a cute little putsy car. Yeah, but on the other hand, like if I got a Challenger, uh, convertibles are more rare. Yeah. Um, Cha- Charger, you mean, right? Uh, or Challenger? <clears throat> Challenger. Okay, sorry. I don't know the difference, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> never been into cars. Never dreamt. Uh, I mean, obviously, when I was like 15, I'd be like, oh, I want a fancy car, but... A, a Charger might be okay, too. I was also looking at Roadrunners just because the horn goes meet me. <laughs> You can probably get a horn to go meep meep in any car. But it's a road runner and the horn goes meep meep. Well, you have fun looking anyways. Mm, I've been having a lot of fun. So that was my New Year's actually. Was My New Year's Eve was browsing uh, classic cars online. And nice. I've decided like there's a hierarchy of car classic car sites now that I like uh. to go to. And uh, ones that I'll look at if I don't find exactly the things that I want in a car. Yeah. But some of them feel it's important to play heavy metal, like 90s heavy metal music at the start. Because <laughs> they'll show a video of the car. And I'm like, all I want to hear is I want to hear the engine start. I want to see it roll up. I want them to pop open the hood and the side door so I can see the interior. Mm-hmm. So that way I know if I want to fly however many thousands of miles over and look at it, right? Yeah, yeah. Potentially buy it. But then I press play and then what comes on is... (laughs) (laughs) And then you have to start banging your head because you're like moved by the music. (laughs) I have seen some things, I tell you. Any bikini-clad ladies showing off the cars? Um, no, no. Wow, that surprises it's... me. We've oh. come a long way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. no, yeah, none of that, at least. Um, but I, I did see, I did see a convertible with a roll bar, and I'm like, why? 
did you put a roll bar in your classic car converter? You know, and huh. it, it was a Jaguar. Uh-huh. It was beautiful green, my favorite color. Yep. Beautiful tan interior, and nice. then a big fucking roll bar. <laughs> Aftermarket that they threw. Yeah. There. So Weird. anyway, you're gonna you're gonna hear me like whining about cars. I know, so, but it's first it's world problems. Exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it'll get more exciting um, as we draw near to April when I actually purchase said car. Yes. Make my decision. Well, I was the best daughter-in-law ever this Christmas, so. Do tell. (laughs) Well, I I can't remember if I mentioned on here or not, I've been working on family ancestry. And I know a lot about my ancestry because my dad's done a lot of stuff and I have a million relatives who have. So I kind of, I've been more focusing on Jeff's ancestry. Like your dad's done a lot of genealogy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He started like when I was really young. But for some odd reason, he never wanted me to look or touch at anything. I'm sure because he thought I would destroy it. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, so I focus more on Jeff's family. And so for Christmas, you know, I've been working on family albums for them. I showed them, I'm on Ancestry.com, and I showed them, like, over Father's Day last year, I kind of showed them Ancestry.com and, you know, kind of went through it. Mm-hmm. But because they're older, like, I don't think they really appreciate like the website right you know and what's a mouse (laughs) (laughs) and so for christmas i i made a family album of jeff's dad's paternal line and you know i worked a lot it was really fun and i'm gonna do it for the rest of his lines too but for his mom and dad but you know the book takes a long time and you go through and you Basically, I would go through and I would read through all of the like censuses and mm-hmm. paperwork and things that I could find for people. And then I'd write a little bio for them at the beginning. And then you include all the images of all the different stuff. So I <laughs> gave it to Jeff's dad thinking like, oh, I hope he likes it. And he opened it. And then we're opening, you know, we we do like, you know, we, one person opens a present at a mm-hmm. time or whatever. We go by age. So he's last because he's oldest. And then my nephew's the youngest. So my nephew starts opening presents. And my father-in-law is looking through it. And all of a sudden he just starts crying. Oh. <laughs> and this is like a family that does not cry. <laughs> like, oh. you know, and he's just like, oh, you know, and everybody's just like looking at each other like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so finally I got up and hugged him because I'm like, oh my, you know, like, so that felt good. I'm like, and not, not that I made him, made him cry. But it was a good cry, right? But it was like a very, you know, ex- he liked the present because I was worried, you know, that they might just be like, oh, it's just something you threw together. And chuck when, it off to the side. Yeah, but yeah, I had, yeah. you know, I worked like a hundred hours yeah. on this thing or whatever. Um, so yeah, that made me feel really good. And then to his mom, I gave him a Amazon fire stick cause they've never had streaming. They've never had Netflix. Okay. They've never had Hulu. They've never had Amazon or anything. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Eve, we tried to set it up, but, um, it just didn't go. And I think it probably just needed to charge up cause it was straight out of the box. Sure. Cause last week and we went back there and, uh, we got it all set up for him and, so they're signed into our Amazon account and Hulu account and Netflix account and all that stuff. So <laughs> it's like 
enjoy and so the uh remote that comes with it has alexa you know so you yeah. can do voice and i was you know kind of demonstrating and i'm like oh what's something you want to watch she's like oh seinfeld and so i'm like alexa play seinfeld and it popped up and my mother-in-law's like oh <laughs> <laughs> so, delightful so we, the next morning i'm like so do you think your parents are still up binge watching Seinfeld? First binge watch. Oh, it's so wonderful. But yeah, they're trying. You know, he he talked to him just the other uh, yesterday, I think, and yeah, they've been watching a lot of Seinfeld, figuring things out, and of course, it's on our account. So they like tried to look up newer movies, and you sure. have to pay for them. Sure. And they're like, you know. Jeff's like, you know, if you want to buy, you know, just kind of let it, let us know and stuff. Like, don't go crazy. <laughs> we, we get this bill for like five hundred dollars. Speaking of Seinfeld, do you know that he does? He did a series called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. I have heard of it, but I haven't watched it. So that was also on my Netflix binge list. Mm-hmm. And because he every every episode he drives a different classic car, and since I'm looking ah. at different classic cars, <laughs> so he, in in one of them he is actually in a triumph, and he's picking uh. up my favorite comedian, John Oliver. Ah, nice. I was. <sighs> <laughs> Like I want, I want that car with John Oliver. With John Oliver, I ran upstairs. Jim, <laughs> nice. We've been binge watching Roseanne. Wow. And man, I love that show. It is, yeah. I really like it. I remember when it first came out, really liking it because I was like. This is what a real family is like, because <laughs> that's what my family was like. Yeah. Lots of yelling. Lots, and it was just very, it's, it's interesting watching it now, because I have memories of watching it in the 90s and how mm-hmm. different episodes affect me. Like, um, just we just watched the one where her dad dies, and she goes in and she like has a conversation with his coffin and mm-hmm. and I just I remember like you know because I was probably like I don't know 23 when that was out and so like I've just transitioned out of my house and I'm just married and you know I have a lot of daddy issues so you know this that just really spoke to me and I don't know it's really good we're in the fifth season right now and you can tell there's like a little change and it's like there's kind of there's celebrity cameos like Joan Collins is on it. And, yeah. And and, you know, it's it it's starting to go away from its roots then. Yeah. And so I remember when it was on too, like the last season, excuse me, they win the lottery and all this stuff. And then the very end, that last episode, it turns out that it was all a dream and Dan died. This Thanks was like for a, totally Dallasing us. I know. I remember watching the episode, and I was just like, "Fuck this! This is oh, you know." I by, didn't really like by the, the way, last that's season. A reference to eighties pop culture. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are old enough to remember. <laughs> Maybe. And, but there's a new season coming out in March. They're doing a they're doing a a new season of Roseanne, and Dan is still alive, so they must retcon that whole last season. 
and just pretend it doesn't happen or something. I do not. Okay. So when when television producers do something like that, it makes me think of stories I wrote when I was seven. <laughs> and then I realized it was all a dream. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think at like, this point they're probably like, this, that was not a good way to end it. Well. You know, so let's it's redo It's second this. grade writing, seriously. Yeah, it's just, it was a very weird end. I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know. Cause you look at the first four seasons and she just seemed, it seemed grittier and realer. Whereas I don't know this fifth, like I got four more seasons to go to, but mm-hmm. there's just like a lot of things. Cause Becky left and then, you know, her daughter leaves and then a, she's gone for a year, a season. And then she comes back as a different character. Actually, um, it's the same woman who is in Scrubs, and she's been in a diff- bunch of different stuff. But what's cool about the revival is um, that all the cast members are coming back, except for the guy. Did you watch Angel? Mm, yeah, David okay. before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember his sidekick the first season, the Irish guy? Kind of. He was Becky's boyfriend and Roseanne. And he died from a heroin overdose. And that's why he wasn't on Angel. Because <laughs> they kicked him off, I think, because he was abusing drugs and then he died of an a- overdose. So I, it's, I'm very interested to see how, like, do they pretend he died? Do they, you know, say they got divorced? Like, how are they are going to play that? Hmm. So, But it'll be interesting because there's, you know, there's... Uh, Darlene's boyfriend, David, he's on Big Bang Theory now. Yep. And he's in it. And actually, Darlene's on Big Bang Theory, too, I think. Uh, no, that's uh, the chick who played Blossom. Well, yeah, Blossom. there's Blossom is on there, too. But I thought that uh, she was on. Maybe maybe she just was a guest star or something. Or, I don't know. I just, I love it. It's. I would recommend it just because so much. There's. Are you talking about Sarah Gilbert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um. You know, they're so it's so nineties, right? And all of the way people dress and stuff to me, like that's that was real nineties, right? Rather than like if you look at like the Cosby show or like other sitcoms where they dress up a lot. Like that's not what real people were like. You wear like weird stuff, <laughs> you know, like old and they wear the same clothes from episode to episode. So, you know, you, you see that the you know there's like that continuation, and one thing I've actually noticed is there are a lot of times when it'll be like a season or two before something happens they'll mention it, like just recently in the series, uh, like a couple episodes ago she, in season five she's like, oh yeah if I win the lottery and blah blah blah, or like there's one where um, Mark first appears, David. Darlene's boyfriend is his his younger brother. But Mark shows up to date Becky, and they really hate him. And Roseanne's like, oh, maybe he has a younger brother for Darlene. And then, like, two seasons later, his younger brother. And I'm like, do they do that on purpose? Or Or just, like, a weird coincidence? Or, like, hey, what a great idea. Let's write that in. 
The other thing, though, is like I'm watching this and I think like my Roseanne and Dan's dynamic with each other is very much like Jeff and me, where we like give each other shit a lot. We make fun of each other and like trick each other and like play jokes on each other and stuff like that. So that's kind of fun to watch. And just like my kind of sassy sense of humor like I identify with Roseanne a lot. I'm like, man, I'm. I'll, there's times when she says things I would say, <laughs> exact same thing. You so. know, she and Tom Arnold Arnold were gonna move here. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, not too far from here, actually. Oh, we're just yeah, that's move right. Over to Janassen. Oh, Janassen. <laughs> they said Jan's ass. <laughs> Well, I'm sure Jan's ass is probably in Chanhassen. So, <laughs> on that note. Uh, I, I actually made a list of topics to talk about today. Um, Topic number one. <laughs> <laughs> Topic number one was streaming for the in-laws. I've already talked about that. Streaming for the elderly. You know, I saw a meme <laughs> on it depends. <laughs> I saw a meme. It said uh, cell phones for the elderly, and it showed a flip phone with mm. a rotary dial on it. <laughs> I've seen something like that where it's yeah. like it has the gigantic buttons. <laughs> um, Jitterbug. The other thing I've been up to this last month is last episode, I mentioned that I had downloaded Okami. Mm-hmm. Or Okami. That's how they say it on you press start and it goes, oh, Kami. <laughs> so I've been playing that and I really like it. I think I'm, okay, so I'm at a part, I'm like, have played for like 30 hours. And I'm at a part where you have to fight what I think is the final boss. Yeah. However, it could be one of those situations where you kill the final boss and then it opens another part of a and map. And there's a whole nother thing. <laughs> So we'll have to see. I'm not sure how long a game it is, but I like it. You know, it's, uh, I was, I've also played Sparkle. Is that Sparkle yeah, 2? Yeah. <laughs> Did I get you hooked on that? Yes. And that was a little more kind of what I was thinking of when I first asked, is that kind of no mind. And I made it through all the levels on there. So now I'm like in the challenge mode. Cool. cool. But I was playing that a lot because... In Okami, I got stuck on, a, like, a stupid part where <sighs> you ever get where you know what you need to do, mm-hmm. and then you just can't do it. Yep. <sighs> this, and it's so stupid. That, like, you're that's, like, that's parts of life, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, in this, this was like, okay, part of the game is that you have brush strokes. It's like a Japanese game, so part of it is like, you know like a Japanese brush painting kind of thing, right? Okay. So your superpower is you hold down and then you paint. Like if you paint a circle around something, it blooms. If you paint a slash through something, it can, it's like called, it's like a sword slash. Or if you do a little squiggly line, it's the wind and things like, you know, so that kind of thing. Well, this was like the first kind of major part I had to get through to go on and basically, you had to draw a brush circle around a bud in a certain, like, you know, within, whatever, 20 seconds or probably less than that, five With seconds. With your left and right stick or your Yeah, you know, stick. you just hold down the button and then you <laughs> left stick circle. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you had to do that. There was like five in a row. And I could do the first two and then that third one. 
I just couldn't do it in the time. I just couldn't do it. I'm just like, <laughs> and I got stuck. So it was like one of those really annoying parts because you do have to save in this game, right? So I had saved and I did a bunch of crap and then I went to this part and then you're stuck there, right? Like you can't get out of it unless oh, okay. you shut down the game all right. and have to go back to your previous save and do all the crap again. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like trying and trying and trying because that was over Christmas break when I had that week off and I just... How many times have you tried? Well, now I did. I finally... Then I took like a few days off and played Sparkle 2. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back and I'm just like, whoop, 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 whoop. You know, you just yeah. go through it. It's like, oh, so frustrating. I know. I didn't go... I haven't really been playing Path of Exile as much. Um, I was hoping to get in on some of that Sea of Thieves that's going to be coming out soon, which is like this, mm. it's a game that is multiplayer and you can like party up with a few people and mm. you're on a pirate ship mm. and you can sink other people's pirate ships just right up my alley. That is. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime, I was like, you know what? I've got all of this, um the the game pass for xbox and and so i have all this access to all of these different games yeah. i haven't played and a lot of the games that i enjoyed back in the xbox 360 days are mm -hmm. now backwards compatible mm, nice. with the xbox one x so i thought what was my favorite game and i have to say it was fable 3 Oh yes! Oh With my the God! With puppy, I had a puppy that would follow you around. So I, oh, I actually got good memories. That's <laughs> like when we first started podcasting. Was it Fable Two when we first started podcasting? Might have been Fable Two, but I, honest to goodness, I, I downloaded that this morning and and before my hair appointment, I yeah. just kind of spent a couple hours in the morning just playing Fable Three. It was oh, so enjoyable. Oh, that was one of my first. When I was really getting into games and we had the podcast. Oh, such good memories. <laughs> I think I'm going to buy, once I'm done with Okami, I think I'm going to buy uh, Monster Hunter. Because mm -hmm. I think, I swear I played it a long time ago, like the first version or whatever. And everybody's been talking about it and it's getting good reviews. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I'm like, eh, I'll try it out. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, in, in other news, I'm, I'm heading out to New Hampshire for for work next week, and I know. I've never been to New Hampshire before. Neither have I. And and apparently there are a lot of um, a few connecting flights, so technically I get to go to New York for the first time for like five minutes. Probably. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> see if you get. Well, I suppose you're leaving at six, so. I was like, you see if you get a layover, but no, nah. no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving at six in the evening, and I don't get there until like midnight. And by the time I get to my hotel, it's probably gonna be one o'clock in the morning, and Ugh. I gotta run in, be in the office in the morning. So fun times, good times. I get to welcome to traveling yeah. for work. Yay. Yay! Adulting is hard. Don't do it. <laughs> but then you get to buy a muscle car. <laughs> What, uh, are you there all week or? Um, just till midweek. Ah, uh, okay. I'll fly back It's here. not too bad. Nah. It's traveling. It's fun because, you know, people get to visit other, as long as you don't have to do it every week. No, no, I'm, you I'm, know. you know, my boss is in Chennai right now, so yeah. I don't have to be like, <laughs> you know, halfway across the continent. <laughs> at least. Yeah. 
What do you mean halfway across the well, world, the planet? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a, this wine get... is really good. <laughs> yeah, we are drinking a box of wine. We did have martinis earlier and watch Ab Fab, which made me happy because I am in the midst of my winter blues. Mm-hmm. And oh, my God, I am planning on shutting down for a month. From... Nothing feels so good as a laugh, does it? From February 11th to March 10th, which is the daylight savings here in the U.S. It's different in the U.K., I believe. I'm going to take a month. I'm going to leave the house as little as possible. (laughs) And I'm going to take a break from social media. Social media. Social media. God bless you, United States. (laughs) I'm going to try to limit my time on spreadsheets such as budgety stuff and kind of go into mad artist mode and today i bought a bunch of watercolors and you're brushes. gonna paint pictures of cats with teacups aren't you aren't no you? that freaks me out and you know it <laughs> <laughs> actually i think i am going to draw fairies with teacups right <laughs> i can draw one with a teacup and a cat but i just i've always kind of wanted I, I did a painting of a fairy in my in like my senior year and ever and I like fairies and I want to draw them and I'm like it'll just be fun to you know try to draw a thing draw you know like do a sketchbook or and then maybe have like a major project and a lot of times I do sewing at this time of year but I'm not really inspired yeah it's weird because I. I don't know. I'm not as enthusiastic for convergence this year as I usually get because I just did my uh, I did just registered. So I'm in the hotel lottery. But usually about this time I start getting like, oh, what costume? You know, I got to be. I'm not really there. And I think it's because I'm planning on doing a party room at Crypticon. So it's like I won't spend so much on convergence so I can. And I think I'm going to do Dracula. I want to do hammer horror or something. So that might be part of my mad artist time, too, is just kind of thinking about a theme and how to do it. Sure. And that type of thing. But I am looking forward to it. Every winter, I think, oh, I'm going to get all this stuff done. And I need to do all this stuff. And then by the end of January, I'm just freaking out because I'm like, I'm not doing any, I'm not getting anything done. And I've, and, I just need to remember that January and February are just for doing nothing because I just do nothing. <laughs> Once the sun goes down. Nothing. I do nothing. That is what I do. I do nothing. Once the sun goes down, the depression <laughs> comes down <laughs> like a blankie. And I just have to cover myself up with a blankie and hide. Do you need your isolation chamber? Like- I do. <laughs> Like Adina, I would, I would love an ice uh, isolation chamber. It's my house, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. We'll see if I make it a month without social media. Though <laughs> I'm like, it's like I'm so bored. I spend too much time on Facebook oh, though. I hardly spend much time on there. You never have though. No. I, Even I, Twitter, you kind of did when we were at the height, but yeah, I I kind of. I don't know. I like reading some. Some people have very amusing Facebook updates that are just yeah. comedic, and I and I enjoy reading them. Um, 
But for the most part, I don't want to be like, here's what I ate for lunch today. Here's what I'm thinking. Ah, you know. <laughs> I do that all the time. And then people are like, because what I do on Facebook a lot is I'll have thoughts for Wednesday thoughts. And then I do five thoughts for the day of things that are going on. And I have people like, I just love these posts. I look forward to them. <laughs> yeah, that would freak me out. I, 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 too much pressure. I'm going to stop posting now. <laughs> no, I, you know, and I love like, this is what I ate today posts. And here's what I'm thinking. You know, I want more of that. So many people, I think especially our age, are like, why would I post about what I'm doing? Nobody wants to know what I'm doing. It's boring. I'm just doing boring stuff. That's me. I'm doing boring stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you're ever there across the pond and you're thinking right now, I wonder what Tara's doing. I'm probably <laughs> sitting in my underwear playing Xbox. You can but... almost guarantee it. <laughs> but I feel, and I think, I think that on your Facebook that you probably friend a lot more people or like a wider array of people than I do. So I have a very small set of relatives yeah. and friends where you'll have coworkers, you have relatives, you don't, you know, like you'll, you, you just friend more than I do because you don't post as much personal stuff as I do. And so I think I have mine, you know, so I don't, I have some people that annoy me but I yeah. kind of like that because I want more than one perspective. But I just, sure. I don't get a lot of political stuff or like stuff that irritates me that people oh, post. I, I defriended a lot of people that posted some kind of really stupid shit during the elections. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah. If anybody's <laughs> going to use the term liberal, you're unfriended right there. <laughs> Just like, what if you're a liberal who says I'm a liberal? <laughs> you know what I mean. I know what you're saying. But but see, I keep those people on too. I, I, well, I see my thing is I have more liberal leaning people in my family that I follow. So that's more what I see. Yeah, and, uh, and it, it's not that I want to be in like a confirmation bias bubble either because mm -hmm. I don't. It's just there's only so much I can read of that shit where I go, okay, so that's your life now. Fantastic. I just scroll by it. <laughs> it's like, I don't have to read it. <laughs> I would just love to. Yeah. Not, not even. Yeah. There's this. At first I was like, no, you know what? I need to read views that are opposing from my own. It's just mm -hmm. that they're not intelligent. They're not intelligently yeah. written. They're more, they're more catty and mm -hmm. pretty much copy paste of what somebody else came up with anyway. Yeah. And see, I, I, I don't know if you're saying that you get that on a conservative side. I get that on the liberal side. No, oh, you have to unfriend oh, me because I, I use the word liberal. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I know, I know. But so, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just... I, that stuff doesn't bother me. But the good stuff I get out of Facebook is that I do, you know, I have a big family that has a lot of women in it. And we have a group. And so there's just a lot of interesting things that I'm learning about my family. And, yeah, you know, just stuff. Because my mom, you know, it's my mom's family. Uh, my dad's side, I just, I don't really have any connection with very much. Mm-hmm. 
And so growing up, it was mostly my mom's, uh, my cousins and stuff on my mom's side. But, you know, just they they grew up very poor on a farm. And my grandpa had MS from the time my my mom was pretty little. And so my grandma had to take care of him and stuff. So it's just very interesting to get all of this perspective and, like, so I was like, you know, what did you guys do for Christmas? Like, I said, I always kind of had <laughs> the view that, you know, they they went to a one-room schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. And they did not have plumbing until my mom was in her teens, right? So they had an outhouse. And so, you know, this is like, you know, whatever, the 30s, 40s. And so in my mind as a kid, they always were like the Little House on the Prairie. Well, I was just going to say Little House on the Prairie. So I asked my aunts, I'm like, was it a Little House on the Prairie Christmas where you got a penny of orange and a, a candy stick? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but and it probably pretty much was. But it's also interesting because, there, you know, there's 10 kids in the family. So my oldest cousin is a year younger than my youngest aunt. And so, you know, the pit, the perspective of my oldest aunt, who was a kid in the 30s, compared to the perspective of my youngest aunt, who was a kid in the 50s, there's just like this big range of perspectives and thinking, you know, yeah. my oldest aunt's like, oh, everybody was poor. What did it matter? And my youngest aunt, who was a kid in the 50s, was like, it sucked because we were the only poor kids, you know, because mm-hmm. it was the 50s. So I get the same perspective from my mother-in-law, too. Um because she was one of 14 children. Yeah. And they had, uh, when they would go to church, they had to take two cars because they couldn't <laughs> fit everybody in the car. So we were talking about, like, the, the family traditions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was enjoyable. And, and I do love talking with my family on Facebook about history. Yeah. And, and the family history in particular. Just because some of the traditions and things when we were, when I was part of them, I was too young to really remember them. So mm-hmm. it was always good to have a different perspective. Yeah. Uh, one that's, you know, taller than four feet. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying my family doesn't piss me off sometimes because we do get into, you know, we'll get into different things sometimes. And it's, I don't know, like through Facebook, I understand my personality much better because I always thought my like stubborn mouthy side came from my dad's side of the family but it does not (laughs) maybe it just comes from you (laughs) oh my god you get in a room someday I would love to have you come in a room of my relatives and you'll be like Cassandra is not unique (laughs) you thought you were I'm kidding. Well, you always, you know, everybody always, and then I get with my family, I'm like, oh my God, yep, things are hereditary because, (laughs) boy, we are a bunch of loud, opinionated women in this family, which is good. (laughs) So that's what I like about social media. I began, you know, come reconnected with a lot of my family that I kind of drifted away from in my 20s because... I was embarrassed because I had lost weight or gained weight and I was embarrassed because I had always talked about being an actress and I wasn't, even though I was happy with that decision. So I love that about social media and I love, like I have a lot of friends I like, people enjoy my posts, but at the same time, I'm just like, I just spend too much time out there. 
I feel like the only like easy feedback for social media is positive feedback. There isn't like a what in the fuck did you just say button. <laughs> well, there you can What the fuck idiot button. If there was You can do angry. Yeah. You can do wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can do can... sad <laughs> really <laughs> yeah that's that's fantastic <laughs> or you can like or you can love or you can <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying though right yeah but at the same time if you're gonna like tell somebody that you're unhappy with them it's rude to just it would be rude to be like just click the you suck button and move <laughs> the unlike know. button <laughs> Thumbs uh, down. No. So yes, I am hibernating. I am hiding. We'll see next month when we record. I'm going to have you come to my house, so I don't have to leave my house. Yeah, and uh, we'll see if I'm insane by that time. <laughs> okay. I just feel like hey, hey, the fairies, the fairies. <laughs> I ain't coming over if you're like that. I'll tell you that much. I'll just act perfectly normal at work. And then oh. you come home. Are we are we running late? Yeah, yeah, we're at 55. We should probably do some uh We have questions. a few questions. Let me find our questions. So, on our Facebook group, it's our Facebook group, not the page. The group is a closed group. <laughs> She's a murloc. <laughs> <laughs> The group is a closed group. So come on on Facebook and join. If it's in February, <laughs> I may not answer. I may not answer. So leave a message. Well, Tara, you should know too. You can go in there and add I, people I should, too. I, I can be on Facebook duty while you're unplugged. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance, everybody. Uh, yeah. It is weird, though, because, you know, I think about... So I don't know if I've even mentioned on this show that I do another podcast now where I'm trying to... It's kind of about losing weight, but it's kind of about living healthy. It's called Salubrious Groove. And it is kind of bi-weekly now, weekly, bi-weekly. And I just kind of talk about this program I'm doing, and it's very... It's just me talking. It's so it's funny to me where you're like, I don't want to write about like what I had for lunch. And I'm like, oh, my God, I That's do a whole do. podcast. Yeah, I do a podcast. <laughs> but it is so hard. Sorry. I, just because I don't want to say something no. about myself that that should not lessen the things you want to share. I know, but it is so hard to get. I think it's a Midwestern Minnesota thing where it is yeah. really hard to be like, this is me and I want to share myself. Because you're not supposed to want to do that. You know, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, you're not supposed to brag about yourself. Sure, sure. So, I don't know. It's it's weird. Anyways, questions. Davian Dent wants to know, who would you like to jump out of a cake when the pair of you are having a girly, drunken, horny party? Hmm. Tara's going to say, Jim, because I love him. <laughs> yep, yep, that's exactly that. And Gil Gerard. Oh, gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just ruined the cake. <laughs> Who would I want to uh, jump out of the cake? Betty well, White. Betty White. <laughs> 
That's easy, Davian. I would want you to jump out the cake and join our drunken, horny party. <laughs> as long as you talk to me with that sexy voice. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, no, seriously. Calm down, Do Sandra, calm down. Enough wine for you. Alive or dead? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing a zombie coming out of the cake. <laughs> but this, for the sake of argument, oh it could be anybody in time. I know. Anybody in time. Yeah. Kurt Vonnegut. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Getting horny with Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. We're bringing a new term of resurrection. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much any sexy man with a beard will do for me. So, Jesus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, someone pretty, well, manly, and pretty in a manly way. Who's pretty? What's that guy from Parks and Rec? Uh, Ron Swanson? Ron Swanson! Yes, but he, he just has a mustache. If he had a whole beard, that would be good. I'd take Ron Swanson. In a Ron Swanson second. can jump out of cake. <laughs> Did you watch Parks and Rec yet? I've watched some Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. I'm not like every single episode, but yeah. Oh, you should. It is so good. that We just finished that before Roseanne. Oh my god, so good. So good. You would love it. Uh, okay. I think that answers the cake question. Yeah. Sorry for ruining cake for the world. <laughs> a sexy man with a beard. That's all I need. Can we have cake in his beard? Oh, I can help him get it out. Jesus. <laughs> cake and a beard. Oh, now you're... Whew. Beard gotta... cake! Beard cake! <laughs> I gotta Whew, cool down here a minute. <laughs> Okay, Matthew Moore from the Midlife Gamers. He would like to know, if you could body swap for 24 hours with each other, how would you spend your day? And I have an answer for this because I would like to body swap when you are having your worst Asperger's day and I am having my worst premenstrual dysphoric disorder day so we could understand each other better. Wow, that's heavy. <laughs> I know it's heavy, but it's true. I'm like, I don't know. If I swapped bodies with you, I'd probably just, I don't know. There's nothing you do that I don't really do. <laughs> I was going to say I'd take your four-wheel drive and go driving in the mud. <laughs> that's what I'd do. I was I, thinking I, would... I could take your, I'll, if it's an April, I'll take your new car and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I would I would um take your your four-wheel drive. I'd go out to Dresser, Wisconsin in some farmer's field <laughs> and just like drive around in mud pies oh, for a couple hours and I would um, just hang out with you so Jim didn't see me naked. <laughs> oh. So, if I were you and you were me, an yeah. absurd couple we would be. For if were you I and I are you, we'd surely be another two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I just think like if we could like switch when we're at our worst, like it would just be so much easier to understand, you I know, would, what's going on. I would think like, 
Oh my God, I'm not myself. Yes. All right. <clears throat> I think we have answered one similar to this. Can I tell but... you one thing though? Oh, if sure. we swap bodies, you wouldn't have my mind, would you? Well, that's the thing. Like you know, it, I could be myself, but be in our be in our, each other's minds. So we, you know, I would experience what Asperger's is like. Oh, okay. Yep. So you know, it's theoretical. I can make anything happen, right? Okay. <laughs> Does not compute. Um, okay. I think we answered something similar to this before, but if you were, or Richard Forder asks, if you were president, what one law would you put in place? The t- president cannot tweet. The president <laughs> cannot be on Twitter. Um, there should be no presidential <sighs> Twitter account. Um, oh, God, yes. Yep. Should just shut that shit off. Yep. Do you remember our first episode of the original run? Inaugural. We discussed because it was when Obama uh, Obama's had... first term and he had a Blackberry. Yeah. And there was like all this kerfuffle about whether he should be allowed to have his Blackberry and he yep. had to turn it in yep. and all this stuff. Yep. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's that's for security reasons, though, because yeah. Twitter accounts could be. This is before multi-fact. Uh, factor um, authentication. So, yeah. Pre MFA. What one law? I mean, okay. So, I'm going to be a government nerd and say that the gover- that the president doesn't put laws into effect. That's Congress, but <laughs> it it is. It would be an executive order. Yes, my executive order would be that the president can't tweet. Sorry. Would be that on uh, 420, everybody in the nation had to get stoned. <laughs> Even we moms know, and grandmas, we, too? Yeah, hell yeah. Little but we babies. would switch up because, of course, there's like essential personnel, right? So it'd have to be a two-day holiday, 420 and 421. And one group... Because, you know, you need, like, emergency care workers and police and things like that to take care of things, right? So those people would have to have two days. But everybody, and everybody, it'd just be such a nice, relaxed day. Nobody would be mad at each other. Nobody would get shit done. Exactly! The perfect holiday! There would be such chaos. There would be no, no chaos. Oh my goodness. There would be no chaos because everybody would be home eating getting, Cheetos. When, when's my plane getting here? We don't know. The pilot is uh, We don't have to. It's 420. We don't need planes because everybody's at home getting baked. Oh my goodness. <laughs> when I was in my 20s, that's we used to have those discussions. <laughs> Get stoned and be like, you know, if everyone in the world just got high, there wouldn't be any wars. <laughs> Everybody just be all mellow. You wouldn't be angry anymore. Like the Palestine, Israel, they just be hugging. I don't know. It didn't stop Bill Clinton from Desert Storm, but anyway, he did not inhale. <laughs> Okay, one last question. All right. Uh, And this is from Luna Gamer. Or Gaming Luna, sorry. Gaming Luna. I love, I know I've said this before, but I love the name Luna. If I'd had a daughter, that was one of the names I was thinking of. Was Luna. 
because it's a moon and I love the moon. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Question. <laughs> Fucking hippies. <laughs> if you could be a ninja turtle, which one would you choose? And I have an answer for this too. I'm too old to know who the which ninja turtle is which. <laughs> like I'd be Donatello. I'd be the one of them. I don't I'd know. I'd be Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> 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 no, like, okay, so when the cartoon was big, I was in my 20s. And comic book, though. I don't know anything about the comic book in my teens or anything. But, yeah, I mean, the show was really big when I was probably, like, 20 to 23, and I thought it was dumb and... Teenage you Ninja never Turtle, watched girl it. in a half shell, turtle power... So, I know, Gaming Luna, you are younger. You're probably like, what? It was the key foundation of my childhood. But if you want to ask me about Croft Superstars or Schoolhouse Rock, then I can. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know, know the personalities I'd... of them. I kind of know their names. To be to be a Ninja Turtle, Oh, that'd be pretty cool. I I wouldn't pick being April. That's for sure. But Splinter, Splinter had some good power. Plus, he was so cute. He was a little rat. Ugh, I don't like rats, so they freak me out with their little claws. He's a ninja rat. Oh come on! <laughs> People will post videos of like, oh look at the cute rat. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they did spread the black plague, but yeah. It's the little claws. Like the idea of the little claws on you. Well, dogs have little claws. They have big claws. Yeah. They don't have like the little fingers, <laughs> like rodents. I'm not into rodents. But I don't know. What are the? Do you know the four Ninja Turtles and what their personalities were? Why would you be Donatello? Who? Which one was he? Donatello? Yeah. I just picked Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't, like, have really deep backstories. Maybe they do. I have no idea. They were just, like, cowabunga, dude. But they have different personalities. They have different weapons. Yeah, they have different weapons. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry. Send us the script. Which ones do you think we would be, Luna? You can tell us which... You can give us the the turtles. Luna's probably like, you'd be the dumb one. (laughs) Uh oh, Tara has to look up the Ninja Turtles now. Yep. So now yep. we're going down. Well, we could, you know, wrap up the podcast now because we're done with our questions. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Leonardo has the blue bandana with the two katanas, and Donatello has the purple bandanas with the bow staff. I'm totally a Donatello. I'm I like. Is he the bow staff you said? I'm a Vike, yep. Because. I come from Viking Land, Minnesota. It was color of purple. Vikings, purple, purple, purple. <laughs> yep. Well, Most I of- would probably be him too because I like staff. I, I have like. Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Beardy, cake filled staff. Apparently. A beard, cake, a big staff. I'm good. <laughs> Michelangelo has the orange bandanas with the two nunchucks. And those those were later replaced with a grappling hook. And Raphael has the red bandana. 
See, I probably, I like, <laughs> I have always kind of dreamt of learning quarterstaff. Because to me, like, having a weapon that doesn't have a blade or anything on it is just a stick. It's yeah. very cool. Also, Donatello's the brains of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, Also, I am very, very uncoordinated. So it is just a dream. You'd be April. I'd be rescuing your ass every week. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. All right. We did it. We recorded another one. Cheers. Cheers. I'm not going to drink any more wine because I got to drive. Clink. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> All right. If you want to get at us, you can do that on our Facebook group and our Facebook page still. Like, it's open to comments. And yeah, stuff yeah, and, yeah. And we post um, the shows on there. But uh, yeah. Twitter, we're not really on Twitter anymore. I mean, uh, a little... I am. I'm at uh, terabyte. T a r a underscore b y t three. I might get a notification if you at the temp gotti, mm-hmm. but but and not in uh, February. <laughs> not in February. Well, February eleventh to March tenth. I know you're gonna miss me, but I'll be back. And you can reach our dumb lives at tmpgoti.com. If you want to listen to my other weird podcast that's mostly me whining about insecurities <laughs> you can do that at salubrious groove baby it is s-a-l s-u-b-i-o-u-s salubrious oh i forgot an r in there some too yeah, but <laughs> yeah 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 kind of really you fucking failed the spelling bee <laughs> Salubrious Groove. Groove. It's at G O O G L E. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Ah. All right, people. Until next month. Yep. Bye. Woman, woman, I can hardly express do, do, do. my thoughts of something and my tenderness. Boom, boom. Written <laughs> in the sand. And woman, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Where will do 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 do. <laughs> <laughs>